a podcast brought to you by Energy Live News. Welcome to the show. A very exciting show because next week it's... Thank you, Pri, for being on the ball. It's Expo next week, and we are chocker-blocker with some great content. Uh, all right, enough. We've got loads of good content. Uh, letter of the week. It is E. Okay, so, uh, as I said, packed week and lots of breaking news. Now, I could do that, but seeing as I've now been usurped in my journalistic s style by my two reporters, our esteemed news editor and fashion icon will be bringing you the breaking news later on. So I'll start with something that did tickle my fancy, which is this story about Nissan. So the Nissan Leaf has been granted a uh, vehicle-to-grid license in Germany. So uh, the Nissan Leaf was, uh, this, this is one we drove a few years ago. It's slightly, well, I don't know, it's still there. Still there, anyway. So this is an older one. Uh, it's now been revamped, and I saw one just the other day. Dead smart. Okay, so the Nissan Leaf, Obviously, it is an electric vehicle. Nissan are very, very big into the idea of their cars being not just cars, but also storage devices. And so they have done a deal with Germany, and the German authorities have said that uh, mobile battery storage can be used using these EVs. So what they'll do is, for fleets uh, of companies that have up to 60 EVs, uh, Nissan will provide uh, vehicles with some infrastructure that will allow vehicle to grid. Now, uh, this week, it was this week, Rob and I went to uh, Low CVP, which was really interesting, and our thanks to Neil Wallace and his team there. And they've been looking at this whole issue of what will happen when we have the energy transition. And one thing that someone raised, which was really interesting, was would car companies be willing to put their batteries into this field of vehicle-to-grid. Now, if you don't understand what that means, it means that basically the battery on a car obviously has to be charged, and then it discharges as it drives your car. With vehicle-to-grid, the idea is that the battery would charge, you'd drive it, you'd get home, it would be sitting there, charging away, and suddenly there'd be a signal to say, we need some power, can we come to your car and dump it? Well, what does that mean? That means that the battery will have to be charging, discharging much more often. In fact, very frequently if we're going to have a very responsive vehicle-to-grid system. And one of the speakers that we saw uh, earlier this week said, don't think the manufacturers will want to go for this. So here we have someone doing it, Nissan really going for it. And this is really interesting because I think if Nissan can prove that this doesn't degrade the life or the half-life of their batteries, many, many, many of the applications of EVs will be opened up because right now we do them because they're good and you, you look like you're a great mung bean eater and it's cool and I'm rich and I'm driving an electric vehicle and I'm doing my bit for the environment even though I've got six holiday homes in Belize but anyway normally you're doing it because you're driving but imagine it is now a fleet option with vehicles that can be used to balance a system then we become very very interested in the whole idea of how renewable energy is used because you've got batteries in places all over that can be connected and stored. So if Nissan can make this work, if it doesn't cause big issues for their batteries, I would think more manufacturers get involved. And I think that's pretty damn interesting. Jonathan Besto has got his hand up. Yeah. I can't believe this. Uh, Go on then, Johnny. Sir. Yes. Uh, I was reading a report earlier today. You were reading a report? Uh, I didn't actually finish reading because I was busy doing other stuff. Yeah. 
but it was suggesting that nowadays uh, EV batteries, the current ones, don't really degrade. Like they would degrade eventually, but in the lifespan of the car, they wouldn't degrade significantly. So it might not be a problem for anyone. I'll leave that hanging, as they say. Anyway, we spoke to an expert who said it would be. Jonathan Bairstow has told you it's not. Let's see what happens. Uh, moving on, talking about useless things, uh, Unilever and Viola have combined together to uh, stop us getting rid of useless things and dumping them. So uh, plastic in particular. So 14, this is actually, in a way, I think this is a bigger figure than I actually would think. 14% of plastics globally are recycled. I thought it'd be far less than that. Because if you've ever been to developing nations, like when I go to India, all you see is rivers full of plastic. I mean, the cows are eating plastic. There's plastic everywhere. Okay? And of course, when you go to LA, it's full of plastic, but for different reasons. Anyway, they have said that actually, if you look at it, we could recycle uh, far more, up to 40% straight away if we had what is called a circular economy. That is, the people who make it team up with someone who can get rid of it. So um, they are looking of how, how they can come together. Veolia obviously is a big waste company and Unilever, well, they're one of the biggest brands in the world, make loads of different things. And obviously landfill is a massive issue in developing nations. So what they're trying to do is do a three-year partnership together in India and Indonesia and look at how they can stop those plastic waste materials getting into the garbage system in the first place. So whether it's kind of the bottles are produced and then they go to whether it's a factory or a restaurant and then maybe Viola collects them straight away instead of them being dumped somewhere. I think this is damn good news and it is really important. Whatever we say, I mean, it's, look, don't get me wrong. I think the plastic stuff that's been going on, it's all good. We should do more to get rid of plastic, but plastic is not evil. It's not the, like the devil incarnate. Without it, you couldn't live. So you need plastic for lots and lots of things. What we've got to do is make sure that we can either degrade it or we can recycle it much better. And we can't say anything. Here in you know, the West, in places like the UK, Europe, America, amount of waste we do. In places that are developing, you could say actually it looks far worse because you can see, as I said, you know, the plastic in the rivers or whatever. But actually, there's a real culture, particularly I can only talk really about India, I've been many times, where people recycle things. So, but they do it in different ways, in slightly, slightly toxic ways. But if you can stop people having to do this by having a way that the companies who make it team up with the companies who collect it, and we just try and make that closed loop, I think that's great. And finally, in this section, another story about global resourcing. This is a... OECD uh, report which looked at uh, resources and how we're basically screwing the planet and we know this but they looked at biomass fossil fuels metals and they're predicting by 2060 now get that right 2060 when I will be 92 get that I'll still be having a go at you then Bairstow 92 when I'm 92 they're predicting that global resources consumption will have doubled from where we are today. So that, just think about that, it's only 42 years away. In 42 years, you would double the consumption of things, particularly metals and minerals. You think about 
all of the things we're going to do, and this is the flip side of renewable energy. The great side of renewable energy is it is renewable power, it is cleaner, all of those things. The flip side is the technology you need around it, and that is principally around batteries. And batteries need, at present, minerals. You need minerals, whether they be lithium, whether they be iron, whether they be graphene, made from carbon, whatever it is. And what they're saying is that we have got to really look at this as a planet. Again, all good stuff. Is anything going to be done? Are we really going to cut back? How are we going to do with this stuff? I don't think it's uh, one of those things that uh, can be raised. I doubt much will be done about it. That's my view. What is yours? Let us know. Get in touch. Use the email. Use the hashtag. You know the score. And now... Oh, podcasters. Didn't say hello. Hello, podcasters. And now it's the banter box. Have you shimmied? I can't Do we need see. To, we need to get her in. You need oh, to move more. Pleasure. Shimmy more. There we go. Yes. Actually, you're almost clashing with me. Okay. Aren't no, you? I can't my, see the screen. My, it's my phone is talking to me. Huh? No, because someone's saying I'm clashing on the screen. No, all right. No, this. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Stripes and... Uh, my, my watch is telling me. Will you shut up, watch? The anyway. One, it's Chinese. Right? Um, yeah. <laughs> OK. OK. Now, breaking news yes, before we do that banter breaking box. news for t uh, today is about Quadrilla's announcement. Uh, so it's halted operations at its Preston New Road fracking site uh, in Lancashire. And it's the second, it only comes days after it halted operations because of a minor tremor uh, earlier this week. Um, so the government only gave... Uh, the government gave the go-ahead for the fracking uh, operations earlier this year. Yep. Uh, they only started fracking maybe just over a week ago. Yep. It was a week and ago, wasn't so it? so far... Um, twice it stopped. Twice it stopped. And this time it's going to be uh, paused for 18 hours in total. Mm -hmm. So they detected a minor tremor at 11.30 a.m. this morning. Uh, and they expect it to resume, uh, resume operations again tomorrow. Right. Which brings the question mm -hmm. that environmentalists and people of around course. the area have been concerned about. Now, the, the trouble in this, now, oh, we showed the footage. I think you can play a bit more of the footage, Tia. Make us small. Sorry, I'm looking Make us wee. Wee. Oh. Make us wee. There you go. Now, this footage is quite old, but it is when I think Vicky went with Simon and she years ago to uh, Lancashire. That was 2011. Might have been 12, something like that. And obviously they started, and then there was the first huge sort of, you know, issue around the tremors. Then there was a British Geological Report and all of that, and then everything came back as, yes, it's all safe. Finally, we had the whole kind of government, um, you know, backlash from people, camps. You've done all the stories about the yeah. fact. And so the government then, earlier this year, said, you know what, unconventional gas is, uh, is the way to go. It's the way to go. Where do you think this is all leaving us now? This is very weird and difficult for a quadrilla, isn't it? Yeah, what quadrilla is saying is um, it is it is actually happy about the fact that they've got this these systems in place. To monitor. Yeah, to monitor these um, yeah. seismic events. Uh, and this is what they're uh, going to be doing over the next 18 hours to see um, what else could happen, I guess. Is it just but that site, do you think? What, what have they said what it is? Because that's... Is it the same site that had the problems... 
all those years ago as well? No, that was in near that, Blackpool. That was near Blackpool. So this yeah. is a different this site. This is a different site. So that does beg the question, is it the process? Yeah, because years ago, yeah, Blackpool had experienced similar things. Yeah. Um, but this is a totally different site. There's no fracking operations has been conducted uh, at this site. Uh, but I mean, like I said, it brings a question up about whether it is a good thing to go ahead with fracking. Does the UK really need um, shale gas well, to survive? I, okay. yeah, well, my view is that it's a good thing if we can get it out safely. Yeah. And of course, on my recent trip to America. Vegas. Vegas, baby, Vegas. But going through the Californian hills, we saw everything. We saw fracking, we saw oil, we saw uh, solar panels, we saw mm. wind turbines. So it's a mix. And I think it's part of the mix, but yeah. they, maybe our ground is not right here. Yeah, that's, that's what experts have said. You have seen the shale um, it's a revolution, revolution in America. In Absolutely. America, but you can't really replicate the same thing in the UK because of the demographics, the difference, yes. the landscape. And the geology. And the geology, yes. So, um, I mean, this is, this is a project that started, um, and it's, I think, seven years. Yep, We Must haven't be. had fracking in the UK. I know. Uh, so, I mean, it's a, another big step we're trying to take, a uh, huge step. Hopefully it won't come at the cost of the communities around, um, but I guess we'll just have to wait and see. The government hasn't said anything. Um, yeah, did you contact Fez about yeah, this in response? I've, Nothing. Yeah, I haven't received it yet. Yeah, okay. So All right. Hopefully. Well, look, we'll, we'll watch that story, and obviously we will be uh, keeping you uh, informed yeah, on but that. Just, I just want to mm. point out what Quadrilla said. Yeah, go on, get their fair. response, yeah. Um, so they said these micro-seismic events, uh, they only result in tiny movements that doesn't actually affect the surface yeah. of the ground, um, and it causes much less, it doesn't cause any damage or harm. So yeah, it's yeah. very, very, very minute. No, I think that, that that is the thing you have to be yeah. fair. This is not, we're not about a rig-to-scale quake. We're talking yeah. about tremors. But as part of the conditions of when they got the light, yeah, they have to they have report. They have to report it to all yeah. the authorities. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, so there you go. Breaking news. Brought yes. to you by a Breaking News Journal. Yeah, it's our top story. If you need any You could learn a few things there. Sounds like it's on shaky ground. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Okay, so Talking of terrible puns. Now, yeah. we've launched something new, haven't we? Yes. Uh, Before you called, play it. It's called the Muswell Hill Moment. Actually, I think it's called something else. Can we just get the voice from the actor yeah. who provided this? It's the Muswell Hill moment. <laughs> you love that, don't I you? Hate so I hate it so much. Please Christina, let us know what you think about the intro. That's because great. I hate it. Okay, before we play, what is it? Yes, yeah, so what it is is uh, we're trying to get videos out, opinions out about the public from the public. Uh, it's all about you, you guys yeah, out there. To you, uh, those watching, about any regulatory changes, any new studies that have been done. Just anything that's anything weird. Anything exciting. That we love. Yes. Um, and this time, I think the last one was about the 2040 ban yeah. uh, on petrol and diesel cars that Johnny did. Uh, that's up on our website. Uh, today was all, is all about plastics. Yeah. Uh, the government obviously earlier this, um, was it last week? Yes, last week or earlier this week. Uh, said that it intends to ban plastic straws, uh, all of that. Forget all of that about that. But, what the sexiest bit of the story follows, is. This comes, I mean, I'm a little bit skeptical about right. this. Okay, me, Robert, can you pass me that plastic bottle over there? This is about plastic in the human body. Yes, this so is good. So is there plastic in your body? Yes. So every time you drink from this, look, 
You can see my cameraman's buggered off. It's like I can't get focus what on it. What is the cameraman doing? I have You're no idea sure. what he's doing. Focus on this boy. Focus on it. Plastic. There we go. Hey. So, every what time. if every time you took a sip of this, mm -hmm. a little bit of plastic coins enters your body? I'm glad that's closed, or otherwise that could have been really <laughs> difficult, wouldn't it? Or from food packaging. Food packaging. Or from the consumption of fish is what these researchers have said. Because the fish are eating the plastic that's in, in the, the sea. Ocean, yeah. Can you see how the show's coming together? So what these scientists did is um, they examined human feces. Mm. Nice. And found traces of plastic. Hope you're not having your tea earlier um, this afternoon. I mean, okay, let's have a look. at. So we went around Muswell Hill, asked the folks here. Because the good folks of Muswell Hill are very informed. Here's yes. what they said. It's quite shocking, I suppose, that we've got it in our... Bodies. I think the whole way we use plastic as a whole is quite concerning at the moment. Um, the fact that it's not mostly recyclable. Uh, I suppose I hadn't considered the personal health risks. We don't know so many things. We use them and then we don't know the harmful result till later. Particularly something, yes, I, I mean I'm sure something that we know nothing about all the chemicals that are involved and whether they are actually retained within the plastic. I haven't spent a whole lot of time thinking about it be honest with you um, it's probably unfortunate actually but obviously not a good thing now at the very least we're seeing the kind of the banning of plastic bags I've got my yeah. my bag here um, which is a step in the right direction but certainly there needs to be done more done I mean plastic water bottles are just horrendous and I think the whole um, like plastic problem in the world is like awful and it's probably in our water as well tiny particles and I think we just need to cut down on plastic completely. The government has to lay down much stricter guidelines what can be manufactured because if you just leave it to industry it won't change for a long time because they all want to make money. Well I found out just the other day that bottles have plastic in it because I drink a lot of water and I realise it's got plastic so I'm not really liking it because I don't know what it can do to my body, so... Yeah, so what... I'm just... let finish. There you go. Okay, I said one. Okay. Okay. Um, so, I think most of them obviously thought it was not... A, it was of concern. They're worried it's about... It's not a good idea, is it? <laughs> plastic. You're still drinking from plastic bottles, don't you? No, Despite... not really. No, I got a, a metal one and I drink from glass in the office. Oh, yeah, in the office, See? yeah. I think everybody... Uh, no, apart from Tia. Tia uses... Tia's got bottle. one of those. No, that's what a metal thing, one? isn't it? It's metal. Oh, okay. Ah, yeah, give us that, Tia. No, no, that big one there. See, now, these things, they're very popular, aren't they? These big metal things. That's huge to carry in Yeah, that bag. is a lot, girl. Flipping out. How much are you drinking? Pretty heavy. Two litres a day. Two litres oh, wow. a day. My God. There you go. Yeah, so you need to swap your plastic bottles for those ones. Or other brands. Or any other. It does, I don't think it had a brand on it. I don't know. Um, it does, does it? Okay. The anyway. one thing I wanted to say about this is... Yes? I was just a little bit sceptical about the study. What? Because, I mean, I understand the fact that there could be traces of plastic in our body. I totally understand that. Cases. Fish. Fish do eat a lot of plastic. Yes, I understand that, but... Um, this particular study only had eight participants. Yeah, but they could have been eight very polluted people because they're be. absolutely and they're from terrible. The UK, Finland, Italy, Netherlands, Poland, oh, that's Russia, a good spread. and Austria. Yeah, so yeah, so I just wanted to make it clear that okay. it was just eight people okay. who were. Um, anyway, let's not let the facts get in the way of a good story. <laughs> we have got plastic Sula in just us. Loves it I love this story. I, it's I think about it's feces. It's about feces, <laughs> and there's more of that coming up in the, later in the show. But there you go. Oh, I really? think. <laughs> wow.
Oh, mm. yeah. Mm. Mm. I think. Water. Plastic. I've always said, some people keep plastic bottles for ages. Use them for a bit and then get Ashley. rid of them. I told for you that. For a long time, yeah. For a long time, I've told I was reusing plastic bottles. Till I told her. Numerous times. There you go. I didn't know that. Look, yeah. Johnny knows his weird said. things. No, Did someone I? said, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think it's... Hang on. I can't read anything anymore. I'm too old. No, show really it to the camera. Well, it only says three. No, it says one on the, in the recycle. No, that's just what the... It says 502. No, can't that's not the one. one. This one, one. Yeah, what does it's that mean? Inside the recycling I'm symbol. Sure so you can recycle once. Oh, now, oh, you're talking maybe. rubbish, aren't uh, you? No, it doesn't tell you how many times you can drink it. I think that is. Who it. Told Somebody told us in the office. Oh God, I wouldn't trust those news sources. Anyway, and that's, um, <coughs> fake <Robert> news. Drinking <coughs> using plastic bottles. All right, enough. Enough of that. Finally. Finally, uh, about new regulations, potential new regulations for smart energy t uh, devices. Super smart. Uh, so that could be fridges, electric mm -hmm. heating. Uh, battery storage, uh, air conditioning systems. Yep. Uh, so what the government has said that is uh, that they are planning to introduce these uh, smart um, regulations, and that will initially apply to those uh, technologies I mentioned, uh, and it would be based on things like cybersecurity, data privacy, um, the grid stability, um, and how easy it is to use for consumers. Because what the government has said is that it's not convinced that just having voluntary standards for uh, companies is yes. enough to tackle these issues. Um, but they haven't actually said this is when we're going to set it out. It's going to um, be part of, obviously it has to go through Parliament. So there'll be a consultation. Yeah, so because of Brexit, there's a lot of other but debates going on. this is the sort of stuff that we're discussing next week. Yes, our energy lab expert. In our techno stream. But it is very interesting that if you think about all of the elements of smart uh, mm. infrastructure that we'll need, mm. you, you do need some sort of guidance on all this. Yeah. And also, um, the government is also considering a type of like a labeling scheme. Yeah. So, a labeling scheme for appliances. So, when consumers are buying, um, say, a fridge or a freezer, they, ha they can make informed choices about whether. It's energy efficient, how good it is for, for the environment, that kind of thing. So, Excellent. If it does go forward, I think it's a good thing. Excellent. Yeah. And you'll be there next week? Yes, and we'll be hosting, uh, Johnny and I will be hosting some sessions. My streams. God. Yeah, so hopefully, and also we'll be doing Voxes. So hopefully, if you're around, do come and speak to us. Let us know what you think of the event, how amazing it is, and if you have any complaints. And she'll have a new that. outfit, all made of plastic. Oh, no, I'm not too sure about that. <laughs> thank you, Priyanka. And now from the beauty... To the beast. To the beast. He's here. Hello. That was complete rubbish, by the way, that thing I told yeah, you. Yeah, of course I, I, I knew. just looked it up. It was one of those facts. Why am I holding your microphone for you? Because I she wave just it around. It. All right, maybe I will. No, I'll hold it. I need to practice. All I've right, got to fine. learn somewhere, haven't I? Okay, so uh, let's start with... Noise pollution. Something that goes on a lot in this office. Uh, yeah. Now, this, yeah, can you make Our it small? I love this. Look at this. Oh, yeah, and we had a complaint about us the other day. Let's just do this. Oh. Uh, and you see, if you look at this picture, there's noise pollution going on and air pollution. So, so this is pants, isn't it? It suits the story completely because... So we hear a lot about air pollution. Yes. Uh, damaging people's lungs. Yes. Triggering people's asthma. Yes. But also increasing cardiovascular disease. Yes. Uh, but 
This, this is where I'm going to diverge from this you. This new Go report on. from the famous Swiss Tropical and Public Health Institute uh, has conducted a survey. That's, this is not Toblerone. That, uh, no, actually. Okay. Tob Toblerone's all right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it basically says that noise from train, cars, aircraft, uh, they cause stress to your body. Yeah, OK. If you live right next to a train line or an airport, I can get that. Yeah, but stuff like in this alleyway, we've got lorries coming up and down. Yeah, The but... stress is crippling. Uh, if you live under the flight path in like places like Richmond, what posh, or posh wherever, places? You know, yeah, Richmond in, in Surrey. and sorry, and sorry. But yeah, basically, it stresses out your body. Your cardiovascular system doesn't like it, and it yeah. can trigger a heart attack. And so this report. Whoa, is, whoa, whoa! Well, so let me finish. So the report says that when people conduct air pollution surveys and say, you know, people living on this road die five years earlier yes. or whatever it is, they're saying part of that premature death is caused by noise pollution as well. So air pollution is actually overstated. It's pants. I don't believe this. I can believe that noise can be annoying. I can believe that noise can be stressing. Yeah, but did you know that 10 decibels of noise can actually increase the risk of a heart attack by up, by, by up to 3.4%? They're gone. <laughs> Polish me off. Oh, God. All right. Okay. I don't know what you think about it. Yeah, please let us let know. Let us know. I'm, I'm not convinced. But here's a story that is very good. Hey, questo è un storia fantastico. E in Italia, in Bologna, see? See, Bologna. Dimmi, in dimmi. the Italian city dimmi. of Bologna. Dimmi. Uh, Bologna. Bike dimmi. in Bologna. Bicicletta, dimmi. Yeah. Okay, uh, go on. <laughs> right, so. Go on. Let me know if you find this convincing. Go on then. There's. Uh, so, by the way, can we make a small? Because this is a great picture. That is very... In fact, you can put us in the beer. Round of applause Make us really small. Put us in the beer. Go on, go on. Look, look, we're going to go in the beer. Look, watch this. You're not uh, drinking, No, no, look, I'm not drinking either, but look. Ah, can you keep us there for look, the, the show? Drowned. It's Friday. It's terrible. Anyway, that's good. So there's a beer, and there's a bike, and there's Bologna. I don't know the connection I don't think that's them. Bologna. That actually looks to me like it's... Florence. Is no, it Bologna? it is Bologna. Bologna. Okay, cool. Okay, so... Make us big again. There's a scheme uh, that the Bologna Municipality uh -huh. and City Council uh, have launched I paesi in collaboration with si. the EU, who La funded città. this app. The app is called Bella Mossa. What does that mean? Bella Mossa? Yeah. Beautiful something. What's Mossa? Job. Really? Apparently. La Bella Mossa. Good job, apparently, but... Okay. Anyway, this scheme uh, is, it anyway. tries to get people to stop driving their petrol and diesel cars and start walking, running, cycling, using public transport and so on. I walked here today. I support it, but it's not gone fully green and boring because uh, you can basically use tokens with this app from yeah. doing green journeys and use them to get discounts on things like pizza, beer, nah, ice cream. Now all, we're talking all Italian good stuff. stuff. Absolutely. Uh, all the good stuff. So, uh, yeah, sorry, I was waving the microphone around. I got carried away. So, if you do eight journeys or so, uh, the app records you, make sure that you're not doing anything naughty and cheating, like driving your car very slowly. You get, you get credit. Walking. You get credit, and eight, eight like, shortest journeys on foot uh, is enough to get you one ice cream. So, all the calories you've burned, you can put back on in one save. He's useless at that, isn't he? He really is. I'm just too animated. <sighs> Give it to me. Right. Anyway, what do you think of it? Yeah, I think it's good. I'd love a scheme like that because I walk around, cycle around mainly for transport. So I'm doing the stuff anyway. So I might as well be rewarded for my actions in pizza mm. and beer. So. Yeah. Let's not talk about your transport habits. Let's move that on after. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, uh, right. Am I allowed to mention their name? Can I name and shame them? Who? Name who? 
my rail operator. Of course you can name them. They've been terrible. Uh, Southwestern. Yeah, God, they're absolute pants, and no one would deny I'm it. I'm going to jump in front of one of your trains these Yeah, days. excellent. He uh, didn't mean that, by the way. You're going too slowly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then finally, this one is definitely you. Yep. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, poop. <laughs> Cramp shit. Uh, yeah, so as soon as. That's not just exclamations. Is no, it a swear no, word? no, it's not a swear word. You told me. No, no. Yeah, no. you should say poo. Oh, no, this is a pub, this is a broadcast. I can say okay, whatever look, I, I want. Look, listen, I'm the editor. You can say shit. Go on. A sewage treatment plant in Basingstoke, yes. near where I live, coincidentally, oh, God. Uh, is actually it's owned by Thames Water. Yes. And they basically before have they've used some of the uh, poop on supply uh, to generate some gas and then yeah. turn that into electricity, which runs the lights and machinery in the plant. Uh, now they have spent. 53 million pounds on uh, tripling its generation capacity. Wow. So now it's 100% is it poop powered? powered. Yeah. Oh, we've got to go and film that. Yeah. You're and going. It's amazing, so it's near my house. You're going. My You're house. definitely going. I want you to stick your head in that dome. Yeah, I'll, I'll swim in that dome. Scratch and sniff. Uh, yep, and so that's. So hang on, this is the poo that's coming in. From 130,000 people. Right, that's and then. That's a lot of poop. What are they burning in it? They're just the organic matter or something? Without getting too graphic, they heat it up. Yes. And they keep on heating it until it's like a bubbling broth. Yeah. Oh and it produces <laughs> gas. And that produces and gas. And normally it happens in this office anyway uh, on a Friday afternoon. They collect the gas that comes yeah. off it. Yeah. And then they burn some of that gas, and that powers, you know, the actual building Clever. itself. Uh, some of that gas gets shipped elsewhere for people to use. Excellent. Um, and sold I think, to the grid. Do you know what? Good on you, Thames Water. This is a great thing. Mm. And so it, it's quite interesting. It's obviously a much smaller proportion, but so 130,000 people contribute every yeah. day to this sewage. <laughs> Normally uh, after their Weetabix. <laughs> yeah, but the electricity that creates can power 3,000 homes. So 3,000 homes out of 130,000 people, I think it's still quite good. That's not bad. Considering that no. this is kind of... No, it's not bad at all. generally underutilised resource. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yep. You've got that end of the stick there. Um, okay, good. Anything else you'd like to say to our audience? Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing them all at Expo. Excellent. With our energy minister, most of all, I'm very excited to see Claire Perry. We know you are. Yep, and uh, as always, you can get in touch with us at stories at energylivenews.com uh, for your input, complaints, praise, anything really. So. It's all kicking off. Yeah. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you. Goodbye. So there you go. We do have to teach him, don't we, Rob, how to hold this. It's not exactly difficult, right? When you talk, it goes towards your mouth, not that way. Gesticulation. Pants. Anyway, uh, let's quickly end with what's coming up. Well, I don't need to tell you because you know it's Expo next week. Let me move over. I'm shifting. I'm shifting. It's quite good. Uh, so play the vid. So, Claire Perry is coming along. We have got 440, I think, end users registered. Still room for a couple more, so if you want to get yourself down there, then get in touch with Harry. It's all on our website, and you'll be registered to come along. We have four fantastic speakers for you doing our session on the CEO question time. So, we have representatives from EDF, ABB, uh, SSE, and who's the other one? Scottish Power. So plenty to do. And then 32 sessions. That's right, you heard me. 32 sessions across the day covering everything from where you'll get your energy supply, 
technology, the smart stuff that Pre talked about earlier. We'll be looking at plastics, we'll be looking at regeneration, we'll be looking at EVs, we'll be looking at so much stuff. So we're really looking forward to seeing you on Wednesday next week and the team will all be there. You'll be able to meet us all, all the wonderful people who work behind the scenes. Woo, there we go. Well, the one, anyway. Uh, and then also, we've got revealed, and it'll be revealed on our website, Elpa. So Elpa is, I don't know what happened there, Pri. Are you right, Pri? <laughs> she just burped her, burped her. <laughs> she got the hiccup of delight. 6th of December, I may be there, I may not be there. But uh, <laughs> she's gone off on my... <laughs> It's just happening, right? Uh, before the end, uh, show ends, uh, it's International Pumpkin Day. Nice. That's just disgusting. Why, why have you found... What is that? That's just... Only Tia would find this. Does it fall on the kid's head? Oh, look, this little kid gets run over by a massive pumpkin. Tia, you are evil. That's the only thing we could find as we celebrate Pumpkin Day. Look, look at this little kid. Look, he's standing there. And then look, dun, 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 bonk. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, I think that you should have a happy pumpkin-y Halloween-y day, but... That's <laughs> 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 frightening things. Please, hiccups. Okay, on that bombshell, <laughs> before we all fall apart, we'll see you next week. Come and see us at Expo. Bye-bye. <laughs>